This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, July 28th, and uh, we are here trying to answer financial questions. We are here trying to make sense of your overall financial life. And maybe if you have a specific question, we're here to do that too. But often it means that because Mark and I are both certified financial planners, it means that we think big first and then we scroll down into the more detail-oriented parts of your financial life. So, uh, hey, Mark, what happened with that um, financial planning firm that you've been talking to? Have they decided to hire you part-time or what? (laughs) As I told you, I feel like I'm uh, trying to enter the CIA. I am still jumping through hoops. I just recently completed my online personality test. I had a a one-hour debrief call last week with the company that provided that test. Uh, And now that company is supposed to go back to this firm, and then we'll see what happens. The The woman who debriefed me did say, you're a perfect fit. Oh, nice. Now, the funny thing about this is that Mark, this is Mark's plan B. You know how we talk to people and we're like, well, what's your plan B? You're starting to basically to protect against my death and demise. Mark is sticking his toe into the financial planning world by maybe working there and seeing what it feels like. Well, I, I would only even attempt this if it was the right the right place, like the right institution. So I, I think this is like a one-shot deal. If it's going to happen, it'll happen here. Otherwise, it's not happening. All right. And this is like a firm that we know and we love. And so we'll see how it goes. I am encouraging Mark to do that so I don't feel the immense pressure. Plus, getting insurance on a 56, almost 57-year-old is not great. So it's not, you know, like, so you'd have to get that key woman insurance would be very expensive. This is a concept in small businesses where you're worried about someone dying and the business goes down with it. So Mark relies on my voice. Although you could just take over for me. I don't think you'd get a TV contract though. I'm not sure you'd get that. I couldn't do either one. What do you mean? You're doing this right now. You're selling yourself short. Let's just say that. All right, whatever. Anyway, um, we are. I'm very excited to see how this goes. This is. It's going to be fun. And also, because I come from that world, I'm amused by the idea of what you're about to see, if you do it. The next step in the process is I have to do a case study. Oh, what a pain in the ass. I'm totally going to help you on that. I hope you're not listening, Michael. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get to today's guest. It is Monica, not her real name, from Rochester. Uh, Monica, you're here to talk about your mother, Rachel. Get it, Monica and Rachel. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? 
fantastic. I like that you picked Monica and Rachel. That's That's very (laughs) good. At least you didn't say Phoebe. Can I just say, I've never seen an episode. How is that possible? I've never seen an episode of Friends and never saw an episode of Seinfeld. Mark, gosh. (laughs) I mean, that's bizarre to me. And I love Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm, but never saw Seinfeld. That's so crazy. Um, what about Sex in the City, Mark? Did you see any episodes of that? That's my top three show of all time. I've seen every episode multiple times. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are so funny. Because I was going to say, I, um, Monica, I was going to say when I like when I think about funny names and I think like which we I always think about the names associated with Sex in the City, which one you are. Well, okay. I'll do that after. Let's get to Monica. <laughs> okay. Tell, tell us what's going on in you and your mom's financial life. How can we help you out? All right. So my dad had run two small businesses and my mom and I were employed by him, um, at least part time for decades. Um, he passed away kind of suddenly 10 years ago. And we've been working on just trying to keep them going long enough to get her to full retirement. Um, she's knocking on the door now. So we're kind of slowly you know, shutting down bits and pieces of the businesses um, to make it easier for her now. But her retirement game plan has kind of been up in the air. She had several, I want to say like six different things going on with different um, vendors and different plans and, you know, his inherited plan, all of that. So we've been narrowing it down over the last year to now she's just got two main plans and we're waiting for a surrender period to close up that second one. But we're really just looking at how can we simplify this? What can be her game plan for the next couple of years or five years? Like, how do we plan this for her? Okay. So, first of all, how old is your mother, Rachel? Uh, Rachel is about to be 64. Okay. Are you working in the firm still or not? No, not any longer. So, tell us a little bit about the accounts that are established and how much money is in there and what we think Rachel's real needs are for retirement. Um, we currently have her in a lower cost Vanguard, um, traditional IRA. That's about 300,000 right now. And the inherited IRA brokerage with Vanguard, it's about 60,000 right now. The higher cost one we're trying to get away from soon. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say company names, but it's, yeah, do it. Let's, right. let's, let's out them. <laughs> Mass mutual. And that's about, um, 520,000. And what is What kind of account is that? That is is labeled transition select. I don't know if you know more about what that means. Uh, is that an annuity? It is. So 360 in, in the traditional, Mass Mutual's 520, and then? Yeah. Um, she's got a TIAA, which we already started. That's a traditional, like a guaranteed one. We started those annual disbursements. So 10 years from now, that'll be gone. Where does Rachel live? Does she live on her own in a house or in an apartment? Where is she? She's in a house paid for, no mortgage left on that. How much is the house worth? Um, about 300 Okay, great. And how about cash, money in the bank kind of thing? Um, Ten to twelve thousand right now in the bank, um, but she does have a settlement fund still at Vanguard. We didn't associate, so we're kind of counting that as an additional cash account, and that's got about eleven thousand in it. Okay. So total probably twenty-two. Okay, great. What do you think the need is in terms of income for your mom? Uh, monthly, we were looking at it, and it kind of varies between four and six thousand a month. What is her social security benefit estimate at her full retirement age? 
Well, she actually did start taking that this year. So she started hers knowing that she'll be able to use the survivor benefits of my father's in 2025. Mm -hmm. So right now it's about a thousand a month she's getting Mm -hmm. from her own social security. It'll bump up to about 3000. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Is she still working at this point or are we, or is the business winding down? It's winding down, but there is some still minimal, you know, a few jobs here and there that are coming in and she's getting about, I think, 1400 a month, safe okay. to say. And so how is she funding the gap? So we have 1400 a month. Let's just, I'm going to just like kind of label it like part-time income is 1400 a month. Mm-hmm. Social security is $1,000 a month. Right. And then we've got some money coming in from TIAA, which I presume is, I don't know, how much is that a month? Not too much. Um, no, and it's like annually. So I think that's all. She puts it all towards taxes and doesn't even really. Okay, fine. Not a problem. So how much, how is she funding the gap between the 2400 coming in and the need of four to 6000 a month? She has about 2000 a month that comes in from, I think it's the, um, my father's old plan that started doing disbursements. Uh, the inherited IRA? The mass mutual one now. From the mass mutual annuity? I believe so. I believe it. So did that, did that, okay, wait a second. This interesting question here. Was there a decision made that upon his death that they would start pulling out a certain amount of money a month or has it officially been annuitized? When we have an annuity contract, which is a contract with a big life insurance company like Mass Mutual, there are two ways to get money. Well, there's many ways to get money out. So there's a couple ways to get money out. One is you can say, I want to take some money out every single month. And as long as the person is over the age of 59 and a half, you can do that. And you can just take whatever money you need. He thinks it's that one. <laughs> okay, that's the one. Okay, so and the other way is what you did with TIAA. You okay. actually physically call them up and say, I want to annuitize. I need you to give me a certain amount of money every single month. No. We're turning on the spigot. Okay, so that's 2000 three, four. So she has $4,400 a month coming out. So what we really need to understand is, I want to know a little bit more about the mass mutual contract. And here's why. If we have not officially annuitized it, that means there's a half million bucks in there. And the question is whether we turn that on because it's better to annuitize it right now and have mom have a stream of income for the rest of her life, or if we do something else with it. So If it is a qualified annuity, that means that it's a retirement account, essentially. It's it's labeled. It's like it's an IRA. It's an IRA rollover. And so often on the statement, it will say IRA, it will say qualified, or it will say non-qualified. Non-qualified would mean that there was money that went in there that had already been taxed. And so it has the same rules about when you can take it, et cetera. But It would mean that if we pulled the money out of this account right this second and tried to roll it into something else, if it were non-qualified, it would literally mean we'd have a half a million dollars of income. And we don't want to do that. It says plan type is traditional IRA. And this says traditional IRA on it? Yeah. Holy smokes. We got great news for you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
if it's a traditional IRA, uh-huh. as long as we didn't annuitize it, again, if that was the 2000 a month was like, I just taken a couple thousand dollars a month out and there's a nice insurance person who helped you do that. As long as it has not officially been annuitized, we can take that entire 520000 And And by the way, is that in dad's name or mom's name? It's now in her name. It was this, I believe, was set up right when he passed away. So that's why we know the surrender period is up. Okay. Right at that time. So it's now in her name. You are, you are going to contact Vanguard and you're going to tell them, we have this old annuity. For Well, two things. I want you to first call Mass Mutual and make sure that we have not annuitized this yet. That's the first thing I want you to do is say, okay, just want to double check that we have $2,000 a month coming out, but it's not that we've annuitized it. It's just that we've chosen to take a couple grand out every month. Next question is, I just want to double check that there are no more fees on this, like surrender periods up, right? Right. Okay. Once you have that information, let's presume that's the case. You can now do a couple of things. You now can actually take the entire mass mutual annuity and roll it into mom's traditional IRA at Vanguard. And you'd have one account with uh, $820,000 in it. Because I know she's also really interested in having the advisor, like a regular advisor, and we've talked about that being Mm -hmm. a a low-cost option with Vanguard, so it'd be great to have it all there. Exactly. Then you can really get into the Vanguard personal service advisor. I would even get that relationship started right now. You meet the minimum already from the traditional IRA. So I would turn that on right now. I would do that, get an advisor and tell them that you want to move this mass mutual annuity in and you want to make sure it goes smoothly and let that person take care of it for you. Okay, so now we do want to try to figure out how to get more money out of these accounts. Since all of the money that's coming out is taxable at this point, Let's say, let's fast forward. You've rolled over your mass mutual IRA into your traditional IRA. Now you tell the advisor, what we would like to do is we would like to use the inherited IRA to distribute money on a monthly basis, okay? And we want there to be $3,000 a month that comes out of that inherited IRA. It's probably going to be maybe maybe even $3,500 a month, okay? That money is, so you had that $800 a month, remember? And then we had the $2,000 a month from Mass Mutual. So I'm telling you to take $3,500 out so that I account for tax liability. So you're going to take $3,500 a month out, you know, when this is all done. For the next two years, we'll drain that inherited IRA out and, and we'll be done. There's one less account for you to worry about. At the end of this, we have a traditional IRA and we have the TIAA that is pushing the money out. That's just what it is, right? And then... We will need to turn money on from the Vanguard traditional IRA as of 23 when we're done pulling money out of the inherited IRA. And we'll start pulling money out of that big account. And then the amount will be higher for a few years until we, your, her Social Security benefit kicks up. And then she should be in great shape because she'll have $3,000 a month of that Social Security And we'll have the money coming out of the retirement account and she'll be living large and retired. And like, thankfully, like you, you, Rachel, you put your time in. I think that that's probably it. I think this will work. Okay. Can I ask a couple? Yeah, sure. Right now we, we had an an hourly like fiduciary advisor that was trying to help us as we were consolidating some of the other things into the Vanguard. Um, And she helped us pick a bunch of funds. I'm hoping we can maybe narrow it down to a few different accounts within those Vanguard. 
Do you guys have a certain recommendation on how to allocate that for her? Really, honestly, you don't need more than four or five funds. You want to give me the the funds that that they've suggested? Um, Can I give you the little call numbers? I'm not really sure how they all... Mark, are you ready to look these up with me? Go, let's do it. F-I-E-N-X. I think that was oh, like it's a, a fidelity. Index. So it's an index fund. Okay, yeah. keep going. Then we have P R S N X, and I think that's P R S N X. Uh, okay, so that's a bond fund. Q Y L D. Oh, you got to be kidding me! That's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> we're not doing that. Continue. S C H D. Oh, Schwab fund. Okay, dividend fund. Keep going. Um, these next two are, or no, yeah, the next two are my fault. I did this before we talked to our VBTLX. Uh, total bond market index. And then VTSAX. Okay. Stock market index. Uh, VGWAX. Oh, that's the beef. All right. Forget that. We don't need that. Okay. The beef. Um, XLU. That sounds like an ETF, a utilities fund. Okay. That's it for Vanguard, and the Mass Mutual has their own six funds. Forget about the Mass Mutual. We're not going to worry about that. I would say a stock, a bond, maybe an international. That's it. A total. So you have a total bond. You have a total stock, right? Easy peasy. You already have that in your Vanguard. The other stuff that's in there, eh, you know, like it doesn't matter, and you definitely don't need a utility fund. You don't need a covered call fund. So what you need is just think big, all right? Just stay with me for a second. I need some stock exposure. I need some international stock exposure. I need some bond exposure. You could throw a dividend growth in there because it's not a taxable account. It's fine. That's it. You know, what I would do is if you're going to move to a Vanguard advisor, you say, we need this money, cannot afford to take a ton of risk, do not have more than 50% of the money in stock or stock index or international stock index funds. You'll be able to go through this process. You may even be able to use that hourly advisor's information to help the Vanguard advisor and say like, hey, we did talk to this person. This person was super helpful. Here's what came out of it. And here, and we need money out of this account. We need to draw money out of this account. You know, it's probably going to be thirty-five or $4,000 a month, you know, in the future. And so, so the inherited IRA is going to have like zero risk in it. So whatever money, we, we're probably going to just Take the money out of that, and you're going to make sure that has very low risk since we're taking distributions from it, okay? And then the traditional can grow a little bit, but we're going to need to draw on that as well. So those are the marching orders for the new personal service advisor at Vanguard. Okay. She does have one final job coming in at the end of the year that profits might be between twenty and 30000 Fabulous. At that point, she's closing everything up. She's done with both of the small businesses. She doesn't want to continue any of that anymore. How does she handle that money? Is that something she can just live on that the next? Yeah, of course. Okay. Use it. Enjoy it. Go on vacation. Have some fun. <laughs> you can finally be have the time to do it. So, yes. And, and you know, she can just put in her checking and savings account and live on it. It's okay to have a little extra money on hand, a little cash on hand, really. Okay. Okay. Now, Mark. Let's go and do the Sex in the City characters. There's Carrie, there's Samantha, there's Charlotte, and there's Miranda. Who am I, do you think? Well, parts of you are like Miranda. Parts of you. At times, you channel Miranda. I mean, at times, you channel Samantha, because you're a little crazy sometimes. Um, you're not Carrie. You do not want to get dressed up. Charlotte? No, not really. I think Miranda and Samantha. 
I like that. I like that combination. I'd always thought I was a Miranda, but I love that I'm a little Samantha also. Charlotte's like high wasp and I love it. And I think that like to me, the high wasp thing is exciting to look at because I'm so foreign, but I am not that. I mean, don't forget Charlotte married the nice Jewish guy. So there was that. Harry. Harry, right. Monica, which one of the four are you? I think I'd go Miranda. Yeah, you are. You're totally a Miranda. <laughs> what about you, Mark? You're Mr. Number yeah. One fan over here. Yeah. Mark, what? who are you? You got to be one of the girls. If I'm one of the girls, then I, I, I think I'm like Jill. I have a Miranda side, and I also have to like have fun side with like Samantha. So, yes, those two. You should have known Mark in his little youth of dating phase. We'll talk about that another time when his wife's not in the apartment. This is fantastic. Monica, Rachel, we are... Um, we're so delighted you jo- you joined us today. It's really fantastic. If you and your mom want to come on the program with us, all you need to do is go to Jill on Money, click the Contact Us button, and we'll do the rest. So you tell us what the question is, click the button that says I'll appear on the show. Mark will get you all hooked up. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter while you are on the website. And, uh, and maybe you could leave us a rating and review on Apple. That would be nice. Okay, Mark Tulercio, the co-host and executive producer of the show. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Do me a favor. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. That would be a nice thing to do. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.